again, we're not recording. We Okay, I just to... I just clicked record so we wouldn't blow our load before the thing That was started. I'm done. It's too late. I'm done. It's too late. All anything funny that I had to say, it's I it's already said. It's that's that's it. Like that that is what I prefer. When did you get those headphones? Who are you talking to? You. Me? Yeah. I these these are the ones I've used for forever. What are those? It, they're called true. Oh Brother Where Ardo. That can't be true. I'm they're very you're nice. Telling me I've never noticed those. You've never noticed like them, Ryan. These two are two years. Years. No, okay. That, that's that's not true. I've had them probably for nine months. <laughs> nine months. <laughs> We've only done like what, like two or three episodes in nine months? So something like that. <laughs> Here, I'll tell you exactly what they are. I thought you did, AKG. They are AKG Pro Audio K361 over ear close back foldable studio headphones. If they didn't have a cord on them, I'd really they make like um they make Bluetooth versions of this. Actually, I don't know. I go back and forth on which I like them. They look comfortable though. That's what oh, I they're like about they're them. fantastic. I actually started with some cheaper AKGs that uh, are upstairs that I I didn't like as much. Got good reviews, and so I like got the next. More expensive ones, and they're oh. all all the difference in the world. They've they're they're wonderful. Nice. So I wasn't happy with how I sounded on the last episode. So I'm, I'm trying either. I'm trying to readjust. Shut up, Brian. So I'm trying to readjust the mic and my face. So maybe maybe this will work. Can you can you adjust your face, please? I, I'd appreciate that. <laughs> you do sound better than I remember the last time. I don't know where it is because last time I thought it was maybe just connection um, maybe it's the fact that it's an empty room well you need a bigger room that's what you need you need a bigger a room bigger more room. hard more hard services just an emptier bigger room just let it could... echo just let that sound reverberate yeah, you could... <laughs> have you have you guys seen this have you guys seen this i've seen the, i see the ladder there it looks like you were uh, that's <laughs> that's fancy shoots and ladders no i be, i think i mentioned this i put up a uh, ceiling ceiling to floor curtains i understand you really want to have black actually have blackout uh no, no, you don't no, want anyone no, seeing no. it what's happening inside no your... <laughs> no here here ryan let me or anyone seeing out or any That's yeah big thing. yeah when, when you bring let, them upstairs from the from the cellar you don't want them to know where they are let me teach you guys something about interior decorating so one of the more okay. recent trends buy, buy an aluminum is, ladder and put it in your living room is that That's you are supposed to have ceiling to floor curtains Especially if you have, for example, a living room or a bedroom a that dungeon. isn't that isn't all that big, because ceiling to floor curtains make the room look bigger. Uh, it gives the illusion of it having more space. That's true. So, I, it it does. I mean, it does look like you're in a mausoleum. A it sounds like I'm in a mausoleum. Mausoleum, yeah. How big is? I mean, I assume that's like a fifty foot ladder behind you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, you couldn't even tell how far away or how big my basketball hoop was. So it looked like it looked like it was a mile behind you. <laughs> I assume those steps are like person length steps on that ladder. <laughs> like you have to like really climb. You have up. to have a ladder for each level of that ladder. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like a regular uh, size ladder just to get from each yeah. step. So I, I would just like to do some product placement uh, right here on the podcast. So I showed this to Ryan while Chris was away on the loo. This is what I'm drinking tonight. It is Talisker's, Talisker Sky. Uh, it is uh, it is the whiskey which I bought because Chris, Chris, tell me how how great doesn't this box look? I would reach for that box. Oh, I, I, it, I indeed would. And it, I'm assuming that's from the Isle of Skye in Scotland, a place <laughs> I can. Well, so what I wasn't thinking about, so I saw well, the box. I The box was pretty. The price was good. That's how you like, – That's that, you know what? If you can't be bothered to, to have a beautiful label or box, I'm not going to buy your product, you know? I buy my vodkas based on if the name kind of sounds Russian. If they're yeah, from exactly. Iceland, if it's I'm, from I'm Iceland, good. you're gonna buy it. <laughs> Pretty close. Well, can you can you really be trusted to make a good whiskey if you can't even be bothered to make an attractive label? That is the question I ask. This is true. Mm. And so I would like to recommend this whiskey. Uh, it's Talisker, Talisker Sky to anyone who has ruined their taste buds by <laughs> eating hot sauce and they want to feel something. Then it's great. That good, huh? 
Yeah, it's that's fucking great. But you know, I bought it. So like, if you're if you're if you're if you've been eating hot foods for you know sixty years and you really can't taste anything now, you will feel this. If you really want to bite into a cigar, boy, do I have a product for you. If you want to use the same product to degrease your engine and drink it at the same time, yeah, you spit spit a little bit in the engine, take a swig. Spit some in, swallow some. Does what the was, same for your engine as it does for you. Well, wasn't that the thing about Coke that you could like your battery terminals? You could uh, <laughs> uh, you could clean the acid off of them if you that, and it's still like people still recommend doing that. Like if your terminals have acid all over them, you can pour Coca Cola on them and then you can drink it too. Apparently. Also, the rumor growing up, and I've actually seen a MythBusters episode. Thomas, do you know what MythBusters is? Uh, they 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 like they take like urban legends or myths or like and actually and they actually demolish them. Yeah. Well, they 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 Dis, they disprove like, them. The only time I've actually watched a show was um, when I was a science teacher, and we talked about the scientific method. How you you take um, you test a hypothesis uh, through experimentation. Mentos. So, um, so they would know that. Well, Mentos. That, I mean, that's just a fact. Like you drop Mentos in there, uh, and and if you're a YouTuber, you do that like times a thousand. Like you find you ways get to mi- a million hits. Yeah. But um, you could you could dissolve a nail in in Coca Cola, and I don't even remember if you can. But that's nice. that's, that's a myth. Is that like if you put a <laughs> okay. metal in there for like two weeks? Uh, supposedly it dissolves. Oh, and I you can't remember. That. I can't remember if it's true. Great story, Doctor Seuss. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of whiskey, uh, I actually I brought these just to show you guys uh, on the podcast. I'm I'm using these, not these ones, but other one. Uh, whiskey rocks. Did, did we talk about these? I think you texted. Those are testicles. Them. Those are balls. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so they're they're whiskey rocks. So instead of putting ice in Still your whiskey, balls. you put these in your freezer, the balls, and then you put them in your glass, and they keep it cool without so, diluting the whiskey. With so water. they're better than the. So I I have one of those ice trays that like makes the, the ice spherical. No, nah, I have the like ones. They're cubes, but they're you know the surface area ratio. They're like is, they're like yeah. two by they're like two by two or right. whatever. But it, and, it's still ice, right? It's like so, a two by four. It, yeah, it's like make, a uh, well, I don't know. It's it starts as water, and then when I take it out, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'm gonna do a MythBusters on that to find out if it's ice. <laughs> Can I get a countdown? Can we count up like Steven? I don't. I think that's some pirate math. I don't. I don't think that. Well, you 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 count up to what? Eight pieces of gold. What is the eight doubloons? Well, no, it's the Pirates of the Caribbean thing. For the the pirate folk to have their meeting, they they all all the pirates bring their pieces of eight pieces of eight. That's what it's called in the show. Uh, Twenty-one. Show. The movie show. Twenty. Twelve. Two. Now the story of an eclectic fan base who lost touch with reality and the one podcast that somehow holds them all together. It's the substandard expanded universe. Welcome to the SSEU podcast. This is our first episode after the much anticipated and very exciting third SSEU movie draft, which you can go back to and listen to in the previous episode, where we had Adam and Stephen on in order to draft the year 1998. The SSEU podcast started as a fan podcast of the weekly substandard hosted by JVL, Vic Mattis, and Sonny Bunch, all of whom have appeared on this podcast. You can find us on Twitter at SSEUPod and also on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash SSEUPod. Uh, I am Thomas here together with Chris from Sioux Falls and Ryan from the winter landscape, Snow Inferno. That is Austin, Texas. A Snow Inferno? That sounds intense. I guess I don't know what Inferno means. Thomas, I've, I've had a tough week. I got to be honest. I... Well, yeah, I've got a couple of things I'm going to share. First off, I was inspired by the recent short squeeze attempt. Uh, I, I was thinking that I could maybe make some money by doing a short squeeze, by shorting a stock. Uh, uh, can, and- can, I, can I just hear, uh, put in that I, I actually made about $100 on GameStop? So I am, I'm very satisfied. But but go on with your squeeze. My, oh, sorry, my short squeeze. Okay. Um. 
So I wanted to pick like a real turd of a sock. So I thought about like the worst retailer that I could find because like GameStop, like they they were like, oh, here's this dying, desiccated corpse of a of a retailer. Let's do a short squeeze on that. And uh, so I bought some some Radio Shack stock. Now, I know that they no longer have any retail locations, but uh, th- they were purchased by this other company that still remains online. Uh, you know, the retailer of Tandy Computers, they had all those commercials with Howie Long and Terry Hatcher in the 90s. Uh, if you needed like a special connector to go from, I don't know, your your headphone jack to, to something, you could go to Radio Shack and pick that up. I don't, you mentioned Terry Hatcher, so I am all on board. So... I purchased all this stock. I emptied out my Roth IRA and put all of it into Radio Shack stock. And then I realized I have no idea how to actually do a short squeeze. (laughs) So I Googled the movie, The Big Short, and it's not showing Mm -hmm. on any streaming service that I have. Uh, And then I kind of got distracted and watched a movie with Black... I'm sorry, a (laughs) a movie with Martin Short called Clifford. I figured that was close enough. It wasn't. It was a disaster and uh, yada, yada, yada. I lost money. I'm sorry. But uh, have you seen The Big Short previously? I have not, no. You have never seen The Big So did I you haven't sh- seen I- Tower Heist either or, <laughs> well, or Margin Call. I don't think they are directed by Adam McKay, who we have talked about previously on this podcast since Ryan and I watched Vice together in theaters. The Big Short, I rewatched it the other week. I rewatched uh, Wolf of Wall Street, Wall Street, The Big Short, and Margin Call uh, for no particular reason. But so in The Big Short, <laughs> Christian Bale plays uh, Michael Burry. He, does, he plays a furry? No, Burry with a B. Okay. And he does a spectacular job with it. You that it it's it's an amazing movie. I mean, it has Brad Pitt, it has Christian Bale, it has Ryan Gosling, it has what's his name, uh, Jeremy Strong. You should watch it. Like, I should. I should like, to make you feel better about losing money. You should watch The Big Short. <laughs> Maybe you think watching other people make money will make me feel happy. What seeing Margot Robbie in a mm. hot tub will make anyone feel better. It's just what the so doctor ordered. Ryan, back me up here. The Big Short, great movie, recommend it to anyone, right? Love The Big Short. I've seen it 10 times at least. I'll and I'll watch it again. I'll watch it right now. I'll stop this recording and I'll watch it right now. You've even read the novelization of the movie. I did. Uh Michael Lewis saw the movie and he <laughs> loved it so much he wrote a book about the movie. Yeah. Well, so I, I think The Big Short is the first big production that I saw Jeremy Strong in. Yeah, I think so, too. That's the first time I recognized him as like, I like this guy. I don't know. He doesn't he doesn't have the typical like, you know, like he can play leading man and he has in a couple of movies, but he doesn't have that. But he's just he's he's very interesting. He's very intense. He doesn't he doesn't strike you as the person who would be, a say, a movie star. Right? No, like, no, he doesn't. See he, the guy who's on that uh, show Billions on yes. Showtime with yep, Kieran the Culkin? The red hair. Okay. <laughs> the red guy. He plays Paul Giamatti, who then in turn plays a <laughs> captain in the U.S. Air Force, uh, U.S. Uh, uh, EEC company during the Second World War. Oh, nice. Cool. Captain yeah. Adirondack. No. <laughs> I was going to mention, so I also mentioned that I watched uh, Wall Street uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Stop. 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 Tell us, like, on a scale of one to ten, how Are there hot? any wolves? <laughs> no, there were there were no wolves hurt in the production of. Did a bear have its way with Leonardo DiCaprio? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, but Horrible. Uh, no, <laughs> but y- you could say that Charlie Sheen got fucked. But Wall Street with Charlie Sheen, what I wanted to say about it is... It's it's the plot of that revolve around an airport or something like that? uh, Around an airline called... Airline, that's right. You could do whatever you want in international space, Ryan. Like have a money plane, for example. No, but so in Wall Street, Charlie Sheen appears as this... Have you seen Wall Street, Chris? Have, Have you seen Wall Street in the past 20 years? I've not seen Wall Street, period. No, okay. Not fair. So uh, I'm not Wall the Street... biggest Oliver Stone guy, but I should watch it. 
So it's about Charlie Sheen as this up and coming sort of stockbroker working on Wall Street. Uh, he tries to get ahead in the game. And so he befriends this guy, Gordon Gecko, who has, you know, like in popular culture, he represents everything that's sort of wrong with capitalism now, right? He has Gecko powers, yes. Yeah. He's <laughs> from a PJ Masks. <laughs> he has super sticky Gecko powers. Well, and so, so his quote that's been made famous is like, greed is good right but anyway charlie sheen gets fucked over in this movie because gordon gecko turns out to be an asshole who would have guessed here's the thing i watched that movie and the only thing i could think of was that charlie sheen would actually have been a good actor i mean he was before i was gonna say wasn't he before i think more people i think more people recognize his movie career than his cash grab of two and a half I mean, I, I've never watched any of Two and a Half Men. It looks terrible. Uh, but I don't blame him for saying, like, I mean, a, a sitcom is an easy schedule and it's a ton of money. I, I, not, I, not guaranteed. I don't, so by the end, he was making 50 million a year, but it, he probably sure. didn't start out that like, way. If it gets picked up. Yeah. yeah it. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I don't. I, I don't think it sullies any actors. Um uh, now I don't. I, I disagree. Sheen, I, Charlie I Sheen clearly didn't do it for because a lot of actors do it for family reasons. Like, hey, sure. I have family. I, I don't think that was Charlie Sheen's. <laughs> like Kevin James, like he could have been a leading man, but instead he was like, "I have a lot of kids. I want is, to is he sacrifice." Ke- Kevin yeah. James, he's like, like, "I want to sacrifice like, my leading you know, man." Hollywood, <laughs> Holly. He had to say no. Your, to a your lot typical, of roles. your typical Hollywood leading man, like he just. <laughs> The room. He turned down the rocks part in Baywatch. <laughs> but the thing with Charlie Sheen is that he didn't do the sitcom to like spend more time with his family. He did no. <laughs> Two and a Half Men to be able to afford more coke. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what I say. He did it for different reasons than than some actors do. But I, I mean, I, I still whatever his Two and a Half Men. That's clearly just like. I need money. I and I'm lazy, frankly, like creatively yes. lazy. You yeah. know, he, yeah, he definitely had had the like. I, I, oh, oh, wait a second! I could come on here and just play Charlie Sheen every day <laughs> and be home by five o'clock. You're, you're gonna pay me how much? Done. So somehow uh, we got here from from you talking about Wall Street, Thomas. Uh, did you have further thoughts on on Wall Street? Well, I think it holds up as long as you don't feel a compulsory need to watch everything in 8K. Watch Wall Street. It's like it's still enjoyable. And then watch uh, Wall Street, Money Never Sleeps, although it's not, not as good. Have you seen Money Never Sleeps? I saw it in theaters. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. I don't think I need to. I think, it, I don't think I'm good. I mean, you know, Thomas, you know. did you watch Wall Street 3 straight to video? That's what the post-colon title was, Wall Street it was. 3 straight it, to it video. Actually, it actually came out in theaters, but it was... <laughs> Colon straight to video. <laughs> People yeah. were so confused. It could have. It's actually the best of the three, but no one went to see it because they were like straight to video. Uh, but but Chris, you mentioned that you had a rough week. What what else? Yeah. So not only did my short squeeze fail, um, mm-hmm. I think I have COVID. I squeezing. You think you have COVID? Again? I think I have COVID, and it's <laughs> yeah. yeah. You. I mean, Kevin Durant had it twice. I mean, you can get it yeah, twice. You can get it and twice. it is. Freaking terrible. It. Kevin Durant deserves to have COVID like fucking 10 times. But right. sorry, the, go the, on. The effects will probably be pretty watered down by the 10th time. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I, not, not for me. Okay. So like Donald Trump was like, oh, it's just the sniffles. It's not so bad. Screw you, Donald Trump. First off, uh, I noticed that I'm going just wildly up and down the Bristol stool scale. Like one minute, I'm sitting there in the toilet. Nothing. For like an hour, nothing. Stomach pain, okay. nothing. And then, like an hour later, explosive diarrhea. Like the kind that splashes the back of your butt. It's like hitting the water so hard. It's like peeing out of your poop hole. And then this is like alternating back and forth. Descriptions can go down just a tad in, in detail from here. <laughs> and then um, crazy back acne. But that's okay because I'm also sprouting these tufts of back hair that's mostly covering okay. up the acne. I don't know. And, I'm I'm looking. Keep going. I'm I'm, and then I'm searching I, these these. Like I take off I, my I shoes. I, my feet smell like like just rotten meat. Like it's 
like and rotten just, meat food is a COVID uh, <laughs> side effect. Well, I, what about gout? My testicles, they're, they're, they're just like totally shrunken. I think one retracted. Uh, they're like not even marbles. They're like marble juniors. Uh, I've oh, got some front, front hemorrhoids. Um, I keep breaking out in sweat just in really weird places. So it'd be, the hospital take this up with her. It'd be normal to have like sweaty pits. Okay. But at least that's a thing. My knees uh-huh. are sweating. So like I've got wet knees. I'm walking around. I've got wet knees. I'm out of like the mall. I'm in like just soaking wet knees. Soaking wet knees. How do you explain that? Oh, there's a leak in the pipes, and I had to to kneel down and fix it. They're like, "Sir, this is a Wendy's. We usually do our own plumbing work." But it's not just. Sir, you've been in this bathroom with the door locked for three hours. It's not not just like, and and your knees are just dripping wet right now. (laughs) I'm telling you, this is embarrassing. But it's not even just physical manifestations. Like, I like there's like a mental component. Like, mm-hmm. I have these strange obsessions. Like, I can't stop imagining what Jonah Hill's penis looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't mean skinny Jonah Hill. I mean fat Jonah Hill. Like, well, you no. Know, can I, you I really, see it? I, I I definitely don't want COVID now. Oh, you did before. I mean. When the risk was just dying, possibly, if it's going to force me to imagine jo- Jonah Hill's penis, because, you know, you can't just imagine his penis. I imagine you got to imagine the whole area around it. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, I know he's got a dicky do like his belly sticks out farther than his uh, dicky yep, do. Um, right. Yeah. But gotcha. uh, is it just this like button with the massive bush or is it like long and dangly? We we have currently reached the bottom of uh, reporting or journalism, not even reached by the National Enquirer. Mm-mm. Suddenly, I like like these strange obsessions. I like I like bad smells. I asked my son, "Can I hang out in the bathroom when you're pooping?" <laughs> Sometimes, you know, when you make chicken and oh, like you uh-huh. know that that the thing you take the, the raw chicken out of, if you leave that in your trash for like a day, it s- smells terrible. <laughs> Suddenly, that smells good to me. I'm like. Not some sometimes I take that like straight out to the trash so it doesn't smell bad. Now I'm like leaving it in there and I'm just like opening the trash and standing there just wh- just just like wafting it up to my nose. Um, so I don't I don't Lovely. know, guys. This is uh, guys wear your masks. <laughs> it, what, how how many? Like triple four of them? Five at, at least. If you I don't want to constantly be obsessed with Jonah Hill's um, anatomy, wear as many as it takes. Wear mm-hmm. a respirator. Don't go outside ever again. Speaking of fat people, we have recently watched the movie Chef. Chris, you were the one who brought up this movie and you said, oh, you, you should turn it on, give it a go. So last night I put on Chef and my first thought was, yeah, he's a fat fucker. I bet he's <laughs> a great chef. Yeah. Do you really trust a skinny chef? No. Like, is this guy a good cook? No, you, you want him to, Yeah. Like he's right, not making so, good food if he's skinny. No, so so Chris, t- tell us about Chef since you're the one who brought it up. Yeah, well, you you know me, I, I like to give like 20 minutes of deep background. I don't know why I finally got around to watching Hostiles. You know, how did you like that? Did you know I I watched that in theaters? I don't think I knew that. And and I was reminded when you listed the um, awesome cast of Wall Street, just how good the cast of Hostiles was. And my favorite part is when they they. Uh, so it's a great cast, but also, uh, and I know that you love Rosamund Pike. Is that why you watch it in the theater, Thomas? No, that's it's it's a western. I will I will go see westerns. Okay, all right. Well, my favorite part was when they killed that that skinny boy with consumption. Uh, who's that actor that I hate? What's his name? Like Timothy literally, Chalamet. The, yes. Yeah. So he was in it. I'm like, oh crap! I didn't know he was in this. And like, he's the first guy to die. It's awesome. <laughs> Um, but it was, it was good. It, like the scenery was good, but it, honestly, it wasn't great. Um, mm. and so the next, next movie I watched, I think was 310 to Yuma, which I purchased on, on DVD like six years ago and just haven't gotten around to watching. I finally watched it again. Amazing cast, like phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, the character actors, uh, amazing cast. And like, I got all the feels with the father son stuff. You know what I mean? Ryan Christian Bale. It injured himself to get that limp in real life. He, like, he removed he, part of his leg? Yeah, that's what he did. He 
he cut off he had part of his leg removed like have you ever seen gattaca have you seen gattaca where they make ethan hawk taller by uh inserting uh you know part of the leg he had that surgery but in reverse he had part of his leg removed (laughs) as he so did after the movie did he just have an equal portion removed from his other leg just to even it out did he lose like four inches I'm not a stalker. I don't like. Oh, you don't know? No, I have no idea. Anyway, Speech of Yuma, like, I really like the father son stuff. Like, yeah, it was a great Western, but like, what really hit me in in my heart of hearts. And honestly, um, I didn't know anything about Chef, but that's what really struck me. Okay, uh, let's slow down. Slow down. So, before we get to Chef, uh, we we have a Western theme going on here. So, you you liked Free Tender Yuma? Loved it. Uh, What about uh, Hot Stars? Um, I, I didn't like it quite as much. I mean, it, it, it was uh, like, I understand like what it was trying to do as far as introduce some ambiguity is like the, the white guys aren't always good, good. And the back and the Indians aren't always bad. And in fact, um, the Indian who is a prisoner and dying of cancer, um, and had been, uh, a murderer, um, of course, in his eyes, he would have been defending himself from settlers. Um, uh, but in fact that like giving him humanity, like so, I mean, it, it did well with that with those themes. I think uh, I just I don't know. It was it was just uh, there's a lot of unpleasantness that was like the opening scene with you know the 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 father getting scalped and the children dying and then um, the women being and stolen chef. away and, and raped. <laughs> yes, and Jeff. <laughs> but but Hostiles like significantly worse than uh, but a, a lot of a lot of um similar stuff both at Christian Bale and both had what's his face um, wait I've seen Hostiles <laughs> that's uh I thought it was a TV show for what am I thinking of I'm thinking of a stupid TV show with a similar name um, I I don't know uh, oh anyway but yeah I have no idea what you're talking about. I guarantee you, if you look up, it's like TBS or TNT or one of those middle crap networks. Um, search party. They've, they've uh, got it. Search party. That's what it is. Franklin what? and Bash. Yeah. What? So let's, so, no, let's keep going. <laughs> what? So, Chris, you mentioned someone. Yeah. You mentioned someone that's not Christian Bale. Do you mean Jesse Plemons? I didn't mean him. Is he in both? Adam Beach? Ben Hang Foster? On. Like Adam? Uh, ben Foster. That's, that's Ben who. Foster. Yeah, okay. Yes, uh, he's great in three. He was great in both. Yeah, yeah. I forgot that he's in Hostiles because I forgot that I've seen Hostiles. He, he, he but... comes really late. Um, he's like the prisoner. I, I don't think Ryan, that's a good sign for Hostiles. Well, it's been a while. I mean, I don't think Hostiles was was nah. great. I mean, Three Ten to Yuma is better than Hostiles, but oh, way better. Hostiles was pretty good. Didn't you also recently see a movie, True Grit? Didn't you see True Grit? You asked. Oh, true. Yeah, True, true Grit. Grit. Sorry, I didn't understand I what you said. You, I uh, thought you said True Grit. Yeah, that's, what, that's exactly what I thought you said. And I'm like, what in, is? Is this something in Swedish? True Grit. I've been, like in, I, I've been in Sweden for months. Give me a break. It's like, is Chef True Grit in Swedish? <laughs> no. Well, I was like, mm. I, I did dip into Swedish culture, but but you know that was Brun and Uve um, True Grit. I don't know what that. Yeah, I, no. I did watch True Grit. Yeah. How How did you like that one? See, I liked it a lot. Oh, I did. Really? You, 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 didn't, you didn't love it. I, I've stopped halfway through twice. I might have fallen asleep. Which True Grit are you watching? Coen Brothers one. Okay. Yeah. I saw, that one, th- I saw that one when Ryan, it came out Ryan, as if you've theaters. seen any movie made before 1975. <laughs> there's, there's not a chance I'm ever going to see the John Wayne True Grit. <laughs> I did see the Coen Brothers True Grit in the theaters. I, that's I the only time I've seen it. I didn't see it again after that. I just don't think I'm a Coen Brothers fan. You loved Heller High or not Heller Highwater? I'm sorry. A Note Country for Old Men. Oh, man, no that, Country that for Old Men. So, but I mean, that's their good. that's their apex. Uh, I mean, I know other people would might pick The Big Lebowski, but and I love The Big Lebowski, and it's right there. But I think it's right below. I think No Country for Old Men is. Uh, a masterpiece and like it, it's great yeah so. but but like the the ballad of buster scruggs it's okay it's whatever yeah. i i've uh, i've never seen inside lillivan davis i've never seen a serious man or burn off the reading uh, you haven't I've seen inside s- lewin davis no <laughs> he'll let you <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh, i got oscar I, isaac t- t- oscar isaac is great 
in inside Lewin Davis. T- Timothy Lewis pulled the the phrasing card on me when I said uh, in in a chat, I said I couldn't finish inside Lewin Davis. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, th- but Thomas, um, how about Fargo? No. How about Oh Brother Where Ardo? Oh, yes, Brother Where Ardo. Mediocre. No, that's crap. That's crap. Uh, Fargo's good. The TV show of Fargo is better than the movie Fargo. Did you mention the one, the old Hollywood one with the communists and mm. the Channer Tatings and Hail Caesar? Hail Caesar. Hail Caesar. I haven't seen That's it. good. It's good. I like that, it. That has uh, George Clooney, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. George Clooney playing George Clooney, basically. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Indeed. Moving on. Uh, we were going to uh, talk a little bit about Chef. So, Chris, t- take the floor. Yeah. Can I, can I do a big boy review? Yeah. John Favreau, director of Swingers, not the former Obama speechwriter, called all of his Avengers buddies, Robert Downey Jr., Scarlett Johansson, that Latino comic relief dude from Ant-Man, and Dustin Hoffman. I'm kind of surprised that Jeremy Renner isn't in this movie. Latinx, uh, please, Latinx. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, he called them up and he said, let's make a movie about uh, one of my passions, eating, and uh, made a movie. What? Question, yeah. question. Uh, so the, the comic relief Hispanic guy, what is his actual name? Because I recognize him, but I never right. know what. Right, I don't. What, in the credits, name? I was like, oh, that's his name. And then I probably forgot it. No. Are you guys kidding me? It... No. Oh okay, God. Ryan, who is it? Don't look, don't look. I have to well, look because I haven't seen Chef recently, but you know who he is. Like, yeah. and you should. recognize him. I have no idea what his name is. Fucking hell. John Leguizamo. Uh, John Leguizamo. Yes. Yeah. So again, this is a movie with perfect casting and even just like the small parts that each of of these people played. Like um, we got just the right amount of Bobby Cannavale. Bobby Cannavale. (laughs) He was really, really good. Um, And Robert Downey Jr., like probably my favorite role. He's in one scene and he's amazing. Here's why I really wanted you guys to watch it and why I really wanted to talk about it. Um, after watching 310 to Yuma, in which there's this powerful theme of, of Christian Bale essentially wanting to be a great father to his elder son, who he wants to teach him how to be a man. He's like, this is how I'm going to do it. And it's 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 of great sacrifice to him. In, in this movie, we've talked a lot. Ryan's raised the point of people who have a singular focus. I'm not sure... Yeah, I, I guess you could say that John Favreau's character has a singular focus. Um, like he finds deep meaning in his work, um, in being a great chef. Uh, but it's at like nothing else is go is going right in his life. He's divorced. He's got a son, and his son he treats as a chore. Um, like anytime they hang out, he's just like tapping his watch, like waiting for the time to pass until he can just drop his son off. He's and like. Um, it's just like misplaced priorities that like, even though he's really good, like the easiest thing for him to do is to invest his whole self in making good food and interesting food and cutting edge food. Yes. Yeah, great to be good at that. But like, that's an incredibly immature thing to do. In fact, the hard thing is to like, be a good dad to, to like love other people and, and to, um, but it's, it's, so it's, it's, it's deeply uh, poignant, but also it's really funny. It's about John Favreau like discovering social media. <laughs> His son introduces him to Twitter, and he thinks he's sending a direct message to this to this. Uh, uh, and so I guess critic. food critic to this food critic, and so I guess to just get a little bit into the plot um, without going full spo- full on spoilers. The opening of the movie has Is it uh, possible to spoil this movie, right? Right. The opening of the movie has John Favreau getting ready for the visit of a food critic, and he's excited and he's developing this new menu. He uh, in comes Dustin Hoffman, the owner of the restaurant, who's like, you don't go to the Rolling Stones to hear their new crap. Like, if you see the Stones, you want it, they're hits. You want satisfaction. And Favreau's like, no, like, I like I want to try all this new stuff. And, like, Dustin Hoffman forces him to just do the, the steady old menu, and he gets a two-star review that, like, this, that um, the, the review is like, John Favreau used to be my favorite. Uh, Ten years ago. Ten years ago, when he was this, he was the most interesting, cutting edge chef in Miami, and uh, this is just the same old stuff. John Favreau hop, uh, finds out that Twitter's all a buzz, and he's like, "Kid, what's what's Twitter?" Thinks he's sending a, a private message to him. We can do this at the end. Just I have something to I have a correction we need to make, but let's let Chris uh, 
I was going to wait, but let's let Chris keep his momentum, which we haven't killed at all right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was coming to the end of what I was going to say. I do want you guys to talk about it, but but um, essentially, uh, it like this review really really like cut to the heart of John Favreau, especially since like he was actually going to do like interesting cutting edge stuff, but it like the the man management of the restaurant said you you can't. Although as much as that hurt, like he was just going to go on with his life until he found out that Twitter, his son was like, everyone's like, oh, forget about Twitter. And he's like, what do you mean? Like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Old man does not understand what Twitter is. And finally asked his son, like, what is Twitter? He's like, oh, it's like, it's like texting. It's like, it's messaging back and forth. Um, and like Favreau doesn't get to what, that that's like a public thing and responds like, you wouldn't get a meal. <laughs> you, you wouldn't know a good meal if like, what, it sat on your face? Yes. <laughs> No, but yo, so yeah. so this is you guys go. One of the great if you make things, if you make a grilled cheese sandwich in a truck, it's not just a grilled cheese sandwich. One of the things I loved about this movie was that the script for this movie is terrific. Like John Favreau, I don't, like almost anything he says, but especially his interactions with his son in the beginning of the movie, really put me in it, and I was like, okay, I'm on board with this. Like every single sentence that he utters is like funny. Like this is great. And then when they start to get on Twitter and he has one line, which is like, is this for sex? That line didn't come out of nowhere. Like it was set up, right? It was set yeah. up by a previous line in the script. It was fantastic. Dustin Hoffman as the, I don't know, grumpy restaurant owner was also great. But this also reminded me of the conflict between moviegoers and movie critics in the sense that movie critics are looking for something else than moviegoers are. Mm -hmm. Moviegoers are perfectly fine being served up essentially the same fare, (laughs) although maybe in a new style a little Mm -hmm. bit, but essentially the same fare. Movie critics, they want it to be new and innovative and whatever, and they're picky and they're fucking idiots and morons and that's what this critic is and the fact that the critic was played by Oliver Platt was perfect that that is perfect casting you said that the Hispanic guy from this movie you said he was comic relief in Ant-Man wasn't he (laughs) was he not no that was Michael Pena that's why I was confused I was like they're not in the same so I, I was I was I was we, I was caught up in the Marvel thing. What do I what do I know him from? John Leguizamo is a very famous actor, but he's not an Ant Man. Michael Pena is better than John Leguizamo. Michael Pena is like actually like uh, that's hilarious. Uh, he is in John Wick Chapter Two. Steven, uh, John Wick One. About you being canceled. He's in the counselor. He's in the Lincoln lawyer. He's in a lot of things. Michael Pena is way better than John Leguizamo, though. Yeah, that's what I was raising my hand about. Okay, all right, all right, I got you. Anyway, he's funny. He's funny. It's it's good. It's good. I like having a, a, a Latinx. Uh, because uh, I the, Michael Pena's name was like on the tip of my tongue, and I was like, I looked it up. I was like, it's Mo- John Leguizamo. That's not. And so I, I did some digging. And you know that IMDb, they have Breaking they have news. the cast, they have the cast list for Chef, and they have the cast list for Ant Man on the same app on IMDb. That's amazing for both they, of those movies that they, they can do that. that. Okay, yep. well, I, that's yeah. probably the mix-up I had. Well, okay, so do you remember the the uh, Arrested Development episode? Michael is trying to trick his dad into thinking they've been kidnapped by Colombians. And in fact, um, there's some other so- sort of um, Latin Americans, like, are they from like Guatemala or something? Boy, I, don't I mean, th- they're like, is this going to be uh, unscripted? Like curb is actually a question they asked um, when, when Michael recruits them. And, and anyway, they're, they're like, but we're not from Colombia. We're from Guatemala or whatever. And, and he's like, I think anywhere South of, you know, San Diego is going to be fine. Well, that's kind of like this. Movie I think I remember that line, but I don't John, John Leguizamo is from Colombia. Um, Sofia Vergara is Colombian and they both play Cubans. <laughs> <laughs> and the sandwiches also play Cubans. That's right. You, Indeed. You, Cubanos. You you know how you know that John Favreau fucked up is the fact that he's divorced from Sofia Vergara. Big mistake. How, like uh, how how did he manage that? What what did he do? How why did he not behave? Unbelievable. Really, really terrible. Well, no. again, he liked he liked cooking more than you know being married to Sophia Vergara. Well, this guy well, has whacked out, out of whack 
uh, priorities. What are your guys' favorite cooking movies? Do you have any? Chef. Big Night. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Big Night is great. I don't even know what that is. It's a great hey, movie. What's um, that line that you're always sharing that meme from? You're always saying it. I will not explain it to her. She's a Philistine. Big Night is a great movie. It's got Stanley Tucci and uh, the guy who plays Monk. What's his name? Tony, Gary, Tony Shalhoub. Shalhoub. Tony Shalhoub. Mini Driver. And uh, they've got a failing restaurant that's making amazing food. Um, what? Go ahead. what are you doing? Are you doing a bit right now? What, what do you mean? I don't know what's going on. These are Chef and Big Night are the two movies Tom talks about all the time. How many times has he shared that meme that says, I will not explain it to her. She's a Philistine. How many that's times do Big I need Night? To- like That's, I literally have no idea that he's ever mentioned that. The only do you know, know what Tom Night... said to me when we we're at the last house? What you should watch Big Night. <laughs> <laughs> I heard about Big Night from Flag Taylor, who probably <laughs> heard about it from Tom. <laughs> the the idea, like you know, like uh, John Favreau's, like uh, you know, you could buy beignets or whatever anywhere, but like they don't taste the same as they do in New Orleans. It's like no, no, they like. I bet they do. <laughs> I bet they do. What's the one with uh, with um, Bradley Cooper? There was a a cooking movie where Bradley Cooper played a like uh, super super. He takes chef. he takes like this pill and he's amazing. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. he what movie is that? He takes a pill and then he has a hangover, and, and so he takes more pills, and, and then so he takes more pills, and then he misses he becomes an amazing chef. Wedding and becomes an amazing chef, and then that's the hangover too. No, Bradley Cooper is in a he's in a movie that's uh, where he's burnt? burnt. That's what it is. Is that good? No. Bradley Cooper is good in the role, but it's a dumb story. It's a dumb script. But Bradley can, Cooper sells it. Can I tell you guys about my favorite not not movie, but favorite cooking scene? Sure. Right. Cornballer. My, <laughs> my favorite goes Borlos Cornballs. My favorite cooking scene is when Ben Affleck late at night looks in his fridge and he's like, what's here? He, beer. he, he drank 37 yeah. beers in one night. That's my favorite cooking scene. He, he makes the most of what's, what's in his fridge. He's like, hey, this is what I've got. I've got to make a meal out of this. <laughs> hey, as long as you're talking Ben Affleck, um, I watched Argo this week. Um, not for the oh, first brother, time. Where, oh, brother, where Ardo? I watched Argo. And it was interesting seeing skinny bat Ben Affleck. That's that's my only comment. Is what like, about I've Le- seen a lot of be- fat Ben Affleck lately, and it was Latinx, just a shock to see. What about Latinx Ben Affleck? <laughs> he plays Tony Mendez, who's like and like the dating, real life dating Tony- Anna Darmus does not make one Latinx. <laughs> the real life Tony Mendez is not like <laughs> anything like Ben Affleck's shade of skin. What did you not like Argo? I liked Argo. I liked Argo. Did I just you think love it's funny. Argo? Did I, did I like it or did I love it? Knock on, Knock on wood. wood. I loved it. It was great. Yeah, it's so good. Best picture. Again. I don't think it, don't again, think it was the best picture from that year, but. It again, was... amazing cast. Like mm-hmm. almost every character in that movie. It's like, oh my gosh, that guy. I don't remember his name, but like, especially on the state side, like um, people in the state department. And, oh yeah. And like they, they, they got all the, I mean, Ben Affleck, Got all. Uh, I mean, John Goodman, Brian, Can- Brian Cranston. Yeah. Well, I mean, just even just like I could watch a movie with just Goodman and uh, what's his face in Hollywood. Like, would Alan that be Arkin? a good movie? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's like so great. Yeah. 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 We're, we're, we're going to see this guy about getting some cash for a movie. Yeah. Scoop oh, McNeary. Yeah. Scoop McNeary's in that. He plays one of the um, the the people that he's getting out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Joe or yeah. something like that. Yeah, no, it, it, it's great. Like Argo is probably I I think we talked about it. It's my most recent favorite Oscar winner. Hmm. Pretty sure it's what 2012. Besides, yes. Besides, I mean, Crash is better, but <sighs> the one where people get off on getting in car wrecks. Speaking of Oscars winners, something that's almost as big as the Oscars is the SSEU movie draft. Ryan. You were unfortunately not able to participate in the last one, but uh, he, had, what, he had terrible diarrhea. Like he, unfortunate for you guys because what? What are your thoughts? Your teams like you shouldn't have put it up for voting because nobody won. Like I, I, every time I kept thinking, like, all right, like 
the like this is I, I like what you're doing. One of you would do something really stupid, like Chris drafting that Whit Stillman movie out of nowhere when like there were so many other like it was a great you, sleeper. You could have even <laughs> sleeper. What what do you, what is your definition of sleeper? Is that, Chris? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like no one is gonna think of this one. Yes, no one would have thought of drafting. Yes, that they one. would have. Like uh, Thomas yes, doesn't even wouldn't. like Rushmore, and he st- stole it from me because he knew that I that was a good pick i appreciate that but thomas made some bad picks i don't have them in front of me thomas you made a couple bad picks (laughs) adam 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 was like doing well and then he pulled a chris before chris pulled a chris (laughs) by drafting snake Snake eyes eyes. (laughs) no like like i don't know what adam was like he's just like if i pick a really bad movie like I, I I suppose he thinks that like it's like circular to where like look if I go so bad it's gonna seem good then I'll I'll draft Snake Eyes. It's it's and, like the kids who think that negative attention is better than no attention, right? So they act yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, right. Um, I'll draft Snake Eyes, or I'll you know I'll throw a cup against the wall and break it in front of my parents because they're <laughs> not paying attention to me. Stephen, he had some dumb ones. I, I think like. Yeah, I don't think... I, 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 let me remind you of Steven's team. Uh, mm-hmm. It was Truman Show, Lethal Weapon 4, no. Small Soldiers, Godzilla, Prince of Egypt, and Armageddon. Okay, Lethal Weapon 4 was his only like decent pick. The rest of those movies <laughs> sucked. Like, Steven... Okay, I rank his team last. By I don't know what he was... I mean, I'm sure his film school professor would probably give him... Great. <laughs> <laughs> and what was your team, Thomas? Uh, wait, 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 let's, let's, uh, the first comment you had when you listened, the first comment to us was that you thought it was strange that I had to be the one defending something about Mary. Defending something about Mary seemed really weird to me because like, I mean, the movie changed the comedies. Like it was just, it was such a huge hit. And for like the problem is ten we had a Swede and two young punks who had, had no idea. Right. About I mean, for, yeah. for 10 years, that was like a, that was like a comedy that people like referred to as like, when you're talking about comedy movies, that like people would just, Oh, something about Mary. Like, yeah, it just seemed, that was a good pick. I can't believe it's, like, it's just a you, given that it's great, you know, but, and if people acted like that was the weirdest pick ever, I, well, that I, was, I know. <laughs> But even even granted that you might think that's a good film, whatever the fuck that is. Have you rest, seen it? The rest, no, of course I haven't. Okay. The rest Chris Elliott is in it. The great Chris Elliott is in it. The, the rest of his team is garbage, except for no, Enemy, Enemy of the State. Enemy that's of the State's fine. good. That's fine. That's that's good. Uh, he has Enemy of the State. He had something about Mary. He has Ask of Zorro. Uh, Mask of Zorro, which it's Star Trek Insurrection, Last Days of Disco. Okay, Last Days of Disco was terrible. Star Trek Insurrection, that was your sequel. I don't, I I don't remember what other sequels were left. That might not be terrible. I didn't mind Star Trek. I I didn't mind Airbug Golden Retriever. All right, Thomas, what is your team? Golden Receiver. Sorry, my team. Every single movie is amazing. The voting is still ongoing, so we don't you know, know the people final listen winner. to the episode. They know that you're what you picked. All right, all right. We'll, we'll start with Saving Private Ryan, terrific right. movie, there probably Spielberg's best. Rushmore, terrific comedy, probably yes. Wes Anderson's best yeah. movie. Rush Hour, great blockbuster. Great. Yeah, you're, you've well, got three good ones right there. Yeah, then, what else? That's a good start, Thomas. It's a great start. Right. Then Rounders. Rounders. <laughs> It is you know, amazing. It's a terrific movie. It is great. Thomas might it, have won it, this thing. It, it is, did, a, it is yeah. at least an eight out of ten movie. I don't and, love Rounders, but it's very good. Yeah. Yes, Especially at the time. For 1988, I, it's good. My, sequels, 1998, hard. My sequel is Halloween H2O. That's that's <laughs> like, that's like a zero for me, but but still, you, even you're fucking, four, you, you have four movies that are actually good no one else could say that so no um because go over adams because he's got a miss with snake guys he's got yeah. a miss with um he he has snake guys the x-files movie yeah that's a, <laughs> that's no thank you <laughs> i don't even need to hear the rest even though he has big lebowski which may be the best movie but yeah picking the x-files and snake guys now thomas wins <laughs> Uh, Chris Thank comes you. in second. 
Um, Steven's interest had the interesting pick of small soldiers. I didn't comment on the time, but I mean, you know, when I was a kid, he probably has. I mean, because no, I'm saying is anyone else? Oh yeah, well, I mean, I well, that was one that we had like on VHS okay. that we watched right. a whole bunch of times. I mean, I haven't watched it in twenty years, but I mean, I do remember us watching it a whole bunch when we were kids. Where I mean, I guess I wasn't even a kid. I guess I was a teenager. But I guess my brothers just it being on because my brothers love okay. that movie. But because it's just about toys, and you know, I'm but... a little bit shocked that that. Um that anybody picked Armageddon. Like, I think that was just a ploy to like get votes because I don't think that movie has aged at all. Like I'm, it's, I, it is not part of the conversation. Well, I've never seen like, Armageddon. I've not to, seen it. What is going on? You're, you're not missing anything. Well, to be fair, Armageddon was the second to last movie picked. So there might not have been all too much out there. It's just pandering thinking that like that would get votes is what that was. Transition then. Wait, do you guys have more to say about the draft? Thomas, Ryan? Chris, Adam, and Steven. That's the order. Okay, Everybody vote that, that way, even though voting will be long since over. <laughs> so I asked earlier today on, on Twitter uh, for help with content for the show because I've had a busy week and I don't, I don't have all that much content, actually. But one of, uh, one of our uh, fans, supporters, friends, a friend of the show, uh, Jonathan, uh, Swirsky, Jonathan S. Jonathan S. <laughs> he asked me to rank the best and worst bathrooms of Megafred members. And I think that <laughs> this is a terrific topic. Um, we, uh, we are going to uh, go from best to worst. No, best. no, no, no. Rankings no? have to go the other way. Oh, worst to best? Well, uh, tied for worst is uh, uh, unless you unless you uh, unless you want to rank the best, and then you can well whatever. No, we'll we'll, we'll go worst to best. So tied for worst is Chris Haberman and Ryan Kinney because their toilets uh, obviously aren't up to up to quality. You know, um, you you use the third bathroom, the 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 worst of the three bathrooms in our house, so. Listen, I asked Sonny Whatever to invest in the SSU toilet. Uh, we're <laughs> like, this is just progress. Uh, you contributed to progress for humanity. Right. This was a test. Uh, so, and the ones that I can think of at the top of my head then is number two is Timothy Lewis's number two. bathroom. Great. <laughs> Great for number twos. Question. Great for number twos. Did, and, did he hang a giant bra on the wall of his bathroom or is that just in his kitchen? I did What's not see the bra. Uh, which is a bit of uh, number one is the last bathroom, which uh, obviously was capable of handling the load. <laughs> you saved one up for the party at the last. You couldn't have gone. You couldn't have gone. You couldn't have gone at the hotel. Gone for 30 minutes. It's, I don't it's know. Not, it's not the same if you go at the hotel. <laughs> he needs the ambiance of hearing like, you know, People talking just outside the door. <laughs> okay. Did so you bring we, some poop poopery with you? No, I for him, not. it's about the risk of the, <laughs> there's a good chance people will be able to smell, you know, what's going on in there. That's uh, so, a thrill. Uh, another topic that uh, Twitter has asked us about for this episode, and I figured I would post it to you guys. Uh, have you guys had any memorable, good or bad, Valentine's Days? No, clearly, but my life got to be honest. Don't, I don't remember much, you know, as I've said yeah, before, I, I hit my head a lot when I was young and, um, all right. Well, so Ryan, where am I? Who are you guys? Ryan, I'm you and Rose, you and Rose, do you celebrate Valentine's day? Do you, do I mean, you, um, as, as do you celebrate you, V day VD as much as you can? Like Rose know. have a, have like, a very nice VD. <laughs> Yes, we celebrated the day that we both had VD. We, we both discovered we had VD. Happy VD is what I always say. It's been a great 17 years since then. Hope you enjoy your VD. VD? You know, probably in college we had some good ones, but, you know. We're talking I about mean, Valentine's Day still, right? Yep. No, we had some mm-hmm. good VDs in college. Mm-hmm. No, so so my thoughts had, on that. Like if they if they put VDs on like the playing cards, like they did for the terrorists, 
That's that's where you came up with the idea of a VDN, even before mm-hmm. there were VPNs. My thoughts on Valentine's Day are fairly simple. Uh, so it's a good it's a good time for a first date. So my is to people in relationships or when you are dating someone that you might have gone on a few dates with is that going out to eat at a, a good restaurant, which are usually popular on Valentine's Day, just you know, don't fucking do it. It, it is terrible. You will Sounds have a terrible, long yeah. no, like you will have a long wait. Service will be terrible. You will it will take forever. But do do something if you want to go out for dinner, do it on some other day. On Valentine's Day, do it at home. And at home V day is better than an out at a restaurant V day. Is like mm-hmm. that is my honest opinion. I, I can't remember the last time we went out to eat on Valentine's Day. Yeah, I'm uh, as one who is averse to crowds. Uh, yeah, never uh, on GDA. Jason Cooper is also asking us to rank birth control methods. Uh, what? I, I, birth control methods. So, what does that mean? What do you do? You, like, do do you use a spiral or like what's sp- uh, Thomas? What's a spiral? Isn't that what it's called? That's what you call it in Swedish. I don't know what you call it in English. Anyway, let, let's let's move. No, Sorry. no, no. You please. How do you do spiral? Is it is you, if you spiral out, <laughs> like it can't. It gets twisted, and then she can't get pregnant. If you... um, for me, I just um, I just you gotta get I, the spin I, right. No, 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 no. Slow I, down. So in English, you would call this an IUD. Oh, a spiral. Why did you just say that? A spiral. Yeah. Sorry. Oh Go on, gosh. Chris. Uh, I just pictured Jonah Hill naked, and and <laughs> that works for me. I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly. Clearly, since you have like eight kids. Birth control. What? <laughs> we have another topic raised on Twitter. Uh, Chris, <laughs> could, could you? During the nine months when she's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the trick. Can't get her pregnant twice. Chris, could you rate the Star Trek movies? Ooh, that's a good question. How many of them are there? The two Chris Pine ones are one and two. There are three Chris Pine Star Treks. What? And they're one, two, and three. What's uh, the third Chris Pine one? The second one is the bat. The second one is first, and then the third one is second, and the first one is third. <laughs> and then the last Chris um, Pine. Wrath of Khan would go next. Yeah, I watched and Wrath then, of Khan recently. The worst one is is uh, the whale one, and then the second worst one is the search for Spock. The third worst one is the one where they go looking for God, and it's just like I don't know, like a projection of a dude. Uh, I think it's like Spock's brother that wants to find God. It's terrible. Last Frontier is that what that one is? Yes. Yeah. Um, frankly. Uh, I, Insurrection, I'm sorry, is 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 the best, like even above the Chris Pine ones. No, don't um, be stupid. because it's one of the best movies of all time. Don't be. Uh, and then uh, the generations, that one's terrible too. Um, I don't know. And then the other ones in some order. Uh, my ranking of Star Trek movies is essentially that the the ones that have Chris Pine, Simon Pegg, and Zoe Saldana. They're number one, and the rest yeah. I I really don't care about. Yeah, right. So so you didn't see the third Chris Pine one? That's the one that has uh, where um Idris Elba plays the bad Star guy. Trek, Star Beyond? Trek Beyond. Yeah, I did see that one. What were the two? And then and, and, and like part of the movie is like they they play Beastie Boys at the end to like break up the swarm. Holy <laughs> shit! The first one was in two thousand nine. How could they both be called Star Trek? What the fuck is going on here? So the one in 2009 is called Star Trek. Yeah. And then the one in 2013 is called Into Darkness. Mind. I was seeing I was looking at the video game. There's a video game oh. in 2013 that came That's out. That's the best movie is the video game. He's, he's the voice of Kirk in the video game apparently. Okay. Star Trek Into Darkness, which has Benedict Cumberbuzzle as Khan. Right. Yeah. No, I've seen all three of them. I just forgot that it I just kind of combined the last two which is Thomas's favorite because it has Alice Eve in it. Is this so the good. green or something? So good. Uh, she's the Alice, what? No, Alice. she's the hottie. Like, she's the one who like takes off her clothes for no reason. She's like in her bra in underwear for. 
No, no reason except to make the she's, viewer she's like happy. Alien. Not an alien. She's she's like the bad cat, bad admiral's daughter. Uh-huh. The admiral who gets his head squeezed into bad like, admiral. The, the Khan squeezes his head until it like there's a squishy sound that goes, <laughs> you know, and his brains come out. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah. Alice Eve is amazing. Anyone who who likes her or want to know more should go watch Alice Eve's interviews or appearances on the Craig Ferguson Late Show. They're, what they're, was the movie she's in? Like about a league, a league of their own, a league of their own. She's out of the league of your own. She's she's out of the league of their own. <laughs> anyway, I, I believe that is all the time we have for today's episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, tune in next week for more, hopefully more coherent rabble uh, about uh, movies and whatever else. I'm not making any promises. Light a candle and let it go for a while and then keep it burning and don't blow it out. Goodbye, everyone.